Welcome to the Are Your Hands Full podcast, a step-by-step parenting podcast for your Jewish family. My name is Dr. S. Yaroslavitz, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Please check out the most recent Are Your Hands Full download at www.handsfullchenuch.com. That's H-A-N-D-S-F-U-L-L-C-H-I-N-U-C-H.com. It is crucial that parents understand that children ages six and younger cannot clearly differentiate between fantasy and reality. So when they wish something to happen, they are able to fantasize and truly believe that it actually happened. Have you ever paid attention to a typical reading workbook in the first and second grades? Every other page is about fantasy and reality. That is because overactive imaginations typical in young children play a leading role in their thinking. So young children are actually capable of believing the figments of their imagination. So one of the worst things you could do to a child under the age of seven is to ask him point blank, did you spill the milk? Did you flush the toilet? And let me ask you, what's the difference? And if he did spill the milk, does it matter? Is it going to change anything? Is spilling milk when you're younger than the age of seven a chuppah problem? Is it a situation that requires chinuch? Seriously? So this is what we do. We take a situation that is not a chuppah problem, and we put the kid who has a highly active imagination on the defensive. His imaginative streak helps him believe that he did not spill the milk and that he did flush the toilet. And once he believes it, and fantasizes it, he has no trouble relaying to you what he believes. And then you come along and call him a liar. Be'erlich, you say. Midvar sheker tirchak. Don't be a ligander. Say the MS. Gewaldik. That's exactly what the child needs. And after multiple repetitions of such an episode, the child begins to think of himself as a liar. Fantastic. Young children simply blend fantasy with reality and imagine situations that they believe occurred. Thus, they should never be viewed as liars. Rather, they should be recognized as normal children with active imaginations. And on top of that, we keep asking the questions. Sometimes we ask questions when we know the answer, and sometimes we ask questions when we don't know the answer. Were you good in school today? How was your behavior? Did you flush the toilet? Did you hit him? Did you start up with him? So if you ask questions when you already know the answer, such as did you flush the toilet, when you clearly heard that the toilet did not flush, then you are actually lying to the child. By implying that you don't know the answer to the question that you are asking, you are actually being dishonest with your child. And your child, believe it or not, smells it, And that is what gives him the license to mimic you and lie right back into your face. But if you ask a question of a child and you truly do not know the answer, then that's fine. As long as if you want to encourage your child to say the truth, to believe his answers, then he will step into the shoes of Ehrlichkeit and honesty without you preaching it and without any hidden agenda to lie to you. Remember, You gain nothing by extracting confessions. 
Most of the time, the child will fantasize his way out of his guilt to avoid the confession. And even if once in a while you do get a confession, nothing significant will be taught at that time because it is under the umbrella of negativity and the child's embarrassment. So let's go over the rules again. If you know an answer to the question, if you clearly know that your child did not flush the toilet or did take the candy away from the other child, asking him the question outright, did you do that, is a lie because you do know the answer and you're implying that you don't. The child will smell this dishonesty and take it as a license to lie right back to you. If you don't know the answer to the question and you are simply asking it, you need to go into the question knowing that you will trust the answer regardless if it is true or not. And this demonstration of trust in the child will lead the child to step into the shoes of honesty. Honesty is an extremely important lesson to children who are growing up in an extremely dishonest world. That is why it is important not to use the conventional da-da-da, don't do that, don't be a liar. The conventional language way of teaching MS and Sheker will not work for children at a time when the environment does not support it. Rather, you need to teach it episode by episode, patiently, understanding that under the age of seven, fantasy is an overarching concept, not to panic every time a child tells you something that isn't true. Most of the time, they are imagining their way through it and will likely outgrow this behavior. If you want to learn more about childhood dishonesty, check out the Back to Basics chapter. It's Back to Basics number three on page 144 of Are Your Hands Full, Volume 1. Thanks for listening to my podcast. My name is Dr. Esiaris Lovitz, and I am the director of Hands Full, which is committed to the provision of community education in the area of behavior management and cognitive development of children. I look forward to hearing from you with any questions that you have. And remember, no matter how impossible things may seem, the Earth will continue rotating on its axis.